Praise Him, and welcome to the Believe Right, Live Right podcast. I'm Eugene Hill, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Recovery Ministry, located in Phoenix City, Alabama, where we believe if you can change what you believe, you can change your life. Christianity is not about right doing, it's about right believing. Transformation takes place when you believe. What Jesus did on the cross is powerful. When you believe, it can and it will change your life. We call it the good life, the grace life, excelling in every area of life. Father God has a life-changing word just for you today. Are you ready? Let's get right to it. Prepare to Go before the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Father, we are so grateful, so thankful tonight for who you are, the true and living God. We're excited and feel privileged and honored, Lord, just to be gathered together in your name. So, Father, we acknowledge your power, your presence now, because we know, Lord, that you are here in our midst. Think to our minds, speak to our vocal cords, Lord. Let it be all of you and none of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus. Come on, church, say amen. 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 Tonight we're going to um, look at uh, some scriptures, and we want to speak from this topic on tonight. The Word of God brings life. The Word brings life. Pastor talks to us many times about the good life, the grace life. And you know, you ever seen that commercial that says, got milk? Well, what I'm saying to you tonight is, you want life? You want the grace life? Then you're going to have to get in the word. One of the illustrations that the Lord shared with me this past week, he said, everything on earth needs water. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. The birds, the animals, the plants, the trees. Mankind all need water to live. If a plant does not get water, it dies. Amen. Amen. Even the fish need water to live. And so what we have to understand as believers, as Christians, is that if we don't get water, amen, we will die just like a plant does. Right. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit realm. Yes, in the natural, we don't get water, we will die of, of thirst, dehydration, amen? Yeah. And as Christians, amen, we need water to live. What kind of water are you talking about, Pastor? If we don't get water uh, spiritually, we die spiritually. Father God has given us everything that we need to live this life, to live uh a life of life and godliness. He has given us everything that we need. And so as Christians, we need spiritual water to live. I'll say it like that. We need spiritual water to live. And what we've come to understand here at Kingdom Recovery Ministries is that the water is the water of the word of God. Because it's the word that's going to bring life. Just like uh, when you water a plant, it brings life to that plant. If you have a, a spathophilium, which they call a peace lily, that thing starts to, to wilt. If you put some water on it, it's going to stand back up straight. Amen? And Christians are like that, too. If we get water, 
we're going to stand up in the spirit realm. Amen. Our spirit man is going to be strong. Our spirit man is going to be hydrated. Our spirit man is going to be full of life. Amen. Let's go to some scriptures because everything that we need to live this life, Father God has given it to us. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. Ready? Read. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. In other words, what I'm saying and what we need to see in this scripture is God has given us everything that we need for life. So we don't have to walk around feeling like we're lacking or we don't have what we need. Our God is a good God and he has given us everything yeah. that we need. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We, what, what I'm uh, discovering and what Pastor and I are seeing as men and women of God, so many Christians, they're trying to live without the word. They're trying to live the Christian life without the word. And I'm here to... to, to to tell you it's not going to work. It's not working and it's not going to work. Amen. Amen. Christian, pastor has said this to us so many times as well. Our cars run off of gas. Christians run off the word. Amen. Amen. Christians run off the word. So Father God has given us his word. And as men and women of God, we're just going to have to, like we go to the gas station to fill up them cars, we're going to have to come to the church station, amen, the Bible station, and fill up our, our spirit men with the word of God. That's how you're going to keep on running this race. Without it, you're not going to make it, amen? And so it's not going to be God's fault because he just said, I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. And you can feel in the natural realm when, um, when you're thirsty, you can, you can really feel when you are dehydrated. You might not know that it is dehydration that's going on. You get dizzy or lightheaded or what have you. But your body is saying it needs water. It's the same thing in the spirit realm. Your spirit lets you know you need some word, girl. You need some word. Amen. Our spirit man lets us know that. And so, like I said, it's not God's fault. It's our fault. Amen. Jesus said, come unto me all who are thirsty. Amen. He said, I'll give you rest if you're heavy laden and burdened. I'll give you rest if you're thirsty. Come unto me and drink, he says. Amen. Let's look at Ephesians 5, 26, because I'm saying the water of the word, but I want you to see this in the word. Ephesians 5, 26. Ready? Read. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. He's talking about the church. Uh, in fact, in verse 25, husbands love your wives even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. In other words, that he might sanctify and cleanse it. That it there is the church. And who is the church? We are the church. And he's going to cleanse us and sanctify us. How? By the washing of the water by the word. Somebody say, it's the water of the word. Amen. Jesus has come to give us life. And to give us life more abundantly. So if you want to live this good life, this grace life, amen, 
time to get into the word. Amen? Amen. Because without the word, I just said that earlier, and I'll continue to say it, it's not going to work. You know, you're going to have all those things that we used to see on the condemnation tree, all the death and uh, problems and anxiety, stress, distress, amen? All those different things are going to be going on in our lives, and those things point to death. No, I'm not necessarily talking about where you dead physically and you stretched out in a coffin in front of a church. No, we're talking about dying spiritually. It's like the Lord told Adam and his wife in the Garden of Eden, in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Adam didn't fall dead right then, amen, but he started, his spirit man started to, to die, amen. So we are going to have to get the word. And God is good. He has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And so when, when I'm talking about the water of the word, when I'm talking about getting in the word, the word brings life. Nothing else else is going to bring life to us. What exactly am I talking about? Who is the word? Jesus is the word. Amen. It, it, without Jesus, amen, you just it's just not going to work. And Christians are trying to live uh, their lives without Jesus. That's not going to work, y'all. It's not going to work. It, we're just going to run into this problem, that problem. This not going to work. That's not going to work. You know, it's just, it's, it's just a life of turmoil. And I don't know about you. I don't want to live a life of turmoil. I want a life of peace. You know, a life of godliness, a life of goodness, that good life, that grace life that pastor talks to us about. Amen. Let's look at John chapter one. Um, we're going to look at verses one through two. Then we're going to look at verse four and then verse 12. We're in St. John chapter one. We're going to look at one, two, four, and 12. Those verses in that chapter. You have it. Ready, read. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Okay, it said, in the beginning was the Word. Word was with God, the Word was God. How many of you know God is His Word? Amen. There is no separating. God is His Word. Let's go down to verse number four. Amen. Ready, read. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. In him was what? Life. Life. That's what we're talking about tonight. The word brings life. Yes. We want life. We want uh, the good life. We want the grace life. Amen. And so in order to achieve that, in order to accomplish that, we're going to have to get in the word. Amen. The written word as well as the word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. God is his word, so it's kind of like there's no separating them. You know what I'm saying? God is his word. Let's look at verse number 12. Um, no, I don't want 12. I actually want 14. Sorry about that. We can read 12 and 14, okay? Verse number 12 and then verse number 14. Same chapter. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Okay, as many as received him. What him? 
the word. Amen. The word. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Amen. Believe on his name. What name? The word of God. Let's read verse number 14. Ready? Read. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's read that one in the Amplified as well. Verse number 14. And the word Christ became flesh, human, incarnate, and tabernacle, fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while among us, and we actually saw his glory, his honor, his majesty, such glory as an only begotten son receives from his father, full of grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth. The part that I really want us to focus on tonight is that this word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amplified says this word became human, amen, incarnate. And tabernacle fixed his tent of flesh and lived a while among us. The word that God spoke, the word that was in the beginning with God, the word that was God, amen, the word that made all things and without him was not anything made that was made, that word became flesh and dwelt among us. And if we believe on his name, verse 12, it says, we become, he gives us the power to become the sons of God. Amen. He gives us that power. Amen. God's word brings life. And that life is in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he is the word of God. He is the word of God. There is no separating. When we're talking about the word of God, yes, we're talking about the written word. We're talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he was the one that uh, was manifest and became flesh. We're talking about the preached word of God. We're talking about the word of God that he speaks in your spirit. Amen. Jesus said the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. You want life. Get into Jesus Christ. Get into the word. Because when I say get into Jesus, it's the same as saying get into the word. Amen. There is no life outside of him. And we're, we're not going to make it. It's just not going to work. It's not working and it's not going to work. You want to live this good life? You want to live this grace life and excel in every area of your life? Get in the word. Amen. Now we're going to look at this um, analogy in Isaiah chapter 55. If you don't understand the water of the word, Isaiah kind of paints a picture for us, okay? Isaiah 55, 10. Ready? Read. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and make it it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He says, as the rain comes down. So when it's raining, that water that comes down, Isaiah is saying, as this rain comes down and even snow, 
and it do, does not return back where it came from, but it waters the earth. Why does it water the earth? It waters the plants, the, the trees, amen, so that they can uh, bring forth and bud, so that they can reproduce. It says, and it gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. It gives seed, it gives bread, it gives uh, nourishment and supplies to the one that's planted the seed. So as you plant the seed of God in you, because we read in another place in the Bible, the word of God is the seed in the parable where he talks about the parable of the sower, the seed and the sower. The word is the seed. Amen. Amen. And so what God is saying here is that his word, just like that rain comes down to do a job, his word comes to do a job. Amen. Amen. His word comes to, to do something, to get a result, and to get a harvest, if you will. And we're continuing to talk about this planting analogy. Amen. So the word comes down to do a, a, a work. The rain comes down to, to water the plants, to, to water the, the trees, to, to give water to the animals, to give water to us, that we can continue to live and to grow. Amen. At the same way the word, the rain in the natural does a thing, so does the word in the spirit does a thing. Amen. The word does a lot of things. We can go ahead and read uh, Isaiah 55, 11 to carry out the, the rest of this analogy. Amen. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit realm. In the natural realm, rain comes, snow comes to water the plants, the trees, to give water to the animals, <clears throat> to mankind, that we can have water for nourishment, water for hydration, not just water to, to live by, but we need water to, to do other things. Amen. In this modern day and time, we need water for indoor plumbing. Amen. So God has sent his word in the natural, I'm sorry, his water in the natural to perform a function. He has sent the water of the word in the spirit realm to perform a function. Amen. Let's read Isaiah 55, 11. Ready? Read. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent. Go ahead and read that in the Amplified, please, man. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect, useless. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. It is imperative. <clears throat> it is absolutely, really, I believe, mandatory. It behooves us, those of us who call ourselves men and women of God, to get the word of God. Amen? Amen. Because God is saying right here, my word will not return void without effect, without producing my effect or any effect. My word is not useless. Amen? But it accomplishes 
that which I please and it prospers in, in the purpose that I sent it to prosper in. In other words, you'll never use the word without there being some effect. God's word just is not right there. You know how they say in the, in the world, you know, idle words and things like that? God has no idle words. They accomplish what he sends them to do. And for us as men and women of God, to see the purposes of God in our lives, amen, to, to see the grace of God in our lives, to live this good life, this grace life that God is talking about, we're going to have to be in the word so we can use the word. You can't use what you don't have. What's not has not been downloaded, as Pastor said on Sunday. As you download this word in you, the Holy Ghost knows how to bring it back up. Amen. Amen? So that it can accomplish and do what God sends it to do. Amen. Amen? The word of God does a lot. We really, we really can't function without it. Not as a man or a woman of God. You've got to have the word. We have no excuse. God has sent his son, Jesus, who is the word. Amen. So we don't have any excuse. The word will bring life. Don't ask me how it does it. It just does it. It does what God sends it to do. Amen. So we don't have to try to analyze how it's going. You know, when you plant that seed in the ground, you're not trying to figure out what's happening under the dirt. You know, it. The seed does whatever the seed does, and the next thing you know, you see that little uh, sprout sticking, I mean, sticking up above the dirt. Amen. And so, so you don't understand what's going on under the soil. You don't understand what's going on in the spirit realm. But it's doing what it's supposed to do. Amen. The word does a lot. God um, communicates with us, accomplishes. Uh, things in our lives bring to pass his blessings amen in our lives all through his word when you read Genesis everything God created he created it with his word amen he spoke it with his word and so his word continues to accomplish things today it continues it's like the word of God goes on and on about the word that he speaks. John chapter 6, verse number 63. Have it ready? Read. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are what? Life. They are spirit and they are life. Life-giving words, not life-taking-away words, life-giving words. The word brings life. The word does not take away life. The word brings life. Amen? The word brings life. Let's look at Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. The word brings life. The word accomplishes what God sends it to do. 
And Hebrews says it'll divide or something, your soul and your spirit. Why is that important to know, Pastor? Because you need to know what's you and what's God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. And we're going to read that one also in the Amplified. Ready? Read. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a dis discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amplified. For the word of God, for the word that God speaks is alive. Is what? Alive. Did you say dead? Alive. Alive. Keep going. And full of power. Making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal, immortal spirit, and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Amen. The word will divide asunder your soul and your spirit. The word lets you know what's you and what's God. Amen. It says amplify what it'll sift, it'll analyze, it judges your very thoughts and purposes and the intents of your heart. Sometimes we don't even know what's in our own heart, but the word will sift that thing or judge that thing. Amen. So that you can know what's you and what's God. Amen. Let's read Proverbs 24, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22, because the word also uh, brings health, amen, as well as life. Proverbs chapter number 4, <clears throat> verses 20 through 22. Amen. Ready, read. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. The word is what? Life. Life. To those that find, find them. them. That means you got to be searching for it. You got to be seeking for the word of God. Amen. Amen. You got to be searching for Jesus. Looking for the things of Jesus. Looking for the things of God. And the Bible says... The, those that find them, it'll be health, amen, to all your flesh. Because the Bible also lets us know if you seek a thing, you're going to find, find it thing. every time. Amen. amen. If you seek a thing, you're going to find it. So if you're seeking, he says in verse uh, 20 and 21, he says, attend, pay attention to my word. Incline your ear. Listen up to what I'm saying to you. Amen. No word. Don't let what I told you depart from your eyes. You got to keep them in the midst of your heart. As we hold on to that word, it'll be life to us, y'all. Mm -hmm. It'll be health to all our flesh. flesh. Yes. We won't have those death uh, events. Let me say it like that. Happening in our lives. Those those uh, destructive things. Animosity, anxiety, worry. Uh, arguments. You know, we won't have all of those uh, drama, is what we call it in this day and time, happening in our lives. Amen? Amen? As we get into the Word, 
The Bible says it is life to those of us who find it and health to all. I like the fact that it says health to all my flesh. I want my flesh to be healthy. Amen. My spirit man already healthy. But I need this flesh while I'm living here on earth to be healthy. And the Bible lets me know there is health in the word of God. Amen. There is health to all my flesh in the word of God. You need help. You need healing. Get into the word. Amen. The word brings life. Our father God has given us everything y'all we need to live this life uh, and godliness. He has given us everything we need. He has sent us his son, Jesus. Jesus has done what he, God sent him to do. Remember, he is the word. God sent the word of Jesus to accomplish something. So Jesus has finished the work that God sent him to do. Amen. Amen. And so we, the men and women of God who, who, who are called by his name, amen, we, we look to that finished work that Jesus has accomplished on the cross for us. Amen. In Jesus is life and life more abundantly. In Jesus is health. Amen. Health and healing. In Jesus is everything that we need for life and godliness. We are the righteousness of God, all because of what Jesus accomplished on the cross at Calvary. Amen. The word of God brings life. And if you want to live this good life, this grace life, if you want to excel in every area of your life, financially, physically, mentally, spiritually, get in the word of God. Because the word of God brings life. And my time is up. Let's give God praise for his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So glad to uh, encourage you all tonight about the word of God. We're missing out, church. We're missing out, Christians, because we, we think we can skirt by and get by the word of God. It doesn't work like that. Amen. And it's not going to work. We want to give you an opportunity, amen, to... <clears throat> to make a declaration of the word of God, amen, on amen. tonight, to declare, to agree with what God has said. So let's just ask that you repeat after me, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me and dying for me on the cross. Thank you for loving and dying for me on the cross. Your precious blood, your precious blood, washes me clean, washes me clean of every sin, of every sin. You are my Lord, you are my Lord, and my Savior, and my Savior. Now and forever, now and forever. I believe you rose from the dead. I believe you rose from the dead, and that you are alive today, and that you are alive today because of your finished work. Because of your finished work. I I am now the beloved Son of God. The beloved Son of God. And heaven is my home. And heaven is my Thank home. Thank you for giving me eternal life. Thank you for giving me Filling eternal life. Filling my heart. With your peace. With your peace. With your joy. With your joy. With your Holy Ghost. With your Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on next time. Until then, remember, if you believe right, you will live right.